0: Welcome to the Eileen Marks Podcast. With the heart to engage with women on the reality of life, the good, the bad, and the not-so-flattering, Eileen will explore all things women, discussing issues all women face with truth, reality, and rawness. Eileen will cover topics like marriage, parenting, emotions, health, and spirituality. Join Eileen and special guests as they explore the God-given influence women have in the world.
1: Hey, Victor and Eileen Marks here with dear friends, Frenzy and the dog. Y'all know him as the Bounty Hunter. What's up, what's up? (laughs) Hello. And um, uh, we're doing this both for radio and our podcast video, so uh, we wanted to get together with our friends and give some insight to y'all's lives. You know, there's the public side, and people see that. You know, the TV show, uh, the books, the bestsellers, uh, but we want to talk about... What made, first of all, individually, because one, you have a tremendous love story. Y'all sit here before us engaged, and there's a lot of people that, you know, we all mourn best loss, right? Best passing, going to heaven. And you're a widow, and Frenzy, you're a widow as well, and,
2: well, no. Word, the man is called. Widower. Widower. Uh, that's a terrible word.
1: But I want to address... Uh, the stereotype because people who haven't lost a spouse tend to give their own time limit on when you should fall in love again. That's just not quite fair. And for you guys, God brought you all together. It's an absolutely incredible, sacred story. So much so, I've never even told any other of our friends or folks. that said, no, you have to hear it from them.
2: So can we just start there? Sure. The Bible says that about Jewish people, that those are my chosen people, and you better shut up about them. Mm. So when I get into a perplexed situation where it doesn't, it's not explained from Genesis to Revelations, I go to the Jewish definition. So when someone passes away in the Jewish community... For one year they don't even mark the grave. So I noticed for six to eight months through the mourning period of losing a spouse, you'd forget everything. Everything. You like ate hey, did I eat today? You forget everything. So I think because I tried to even find it biblically, how long do you wait before you hesitate? And there's no time limit. Each I've known guys three weeks after their spouse passed, they fell in love. And I've known women that still, to this day, 25 years later, have been that way. So I think it, it's all up to each and every individual. There's really no time limit. Do you agree? I,
3: I do, but I also feel like you and I thought that we were going to spend our lives with them. And we didn't. And I never thought that I would give my heart to somebody else ever again. And... Um, But I turned my heart over to the Lord Mm. and I had to because I knew um, after I walked Bob home and Bob let go of my hand and took Jesus's Mm. um, that I had two choices. One was really bad or Bob wrote me six letters and sent them to me in the mail after he went home. And every letter was full of put your crown on and lift your chin up. You're the daughter to the most high king. Mm. And I clung to those letters and I clung to Jesus' tallit mm. because I knew that all I had to do was touch the hem of his garment and that he was going to hold me up. Are yeah, we going to
2: mm. cry through this whole thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what uh, is a tallit? Uh, <laughs>
3: What's a tallit? It's Let's the hem that. of Jesus' garment in Hebrew. Okay. It's called the Talit.
2: And you were raised by a Jewish family, Francie. Yes. Because you were...
3: I was adopted. Adopted.
2: Okay. You you can hear the emotion in your voice. You see the
1: tears in your eyes. And those aren't tears of remorse or regretfulness.
3: No. I turned my heart over to the Lord, and I gave it to Him. And I told Him, whatever you have for my life, I need it. And I want it all. I want everything that you have for me. And uh, this is not what I was expecting at all. Um, I thought I was going to be a missionary in some way off land somewhere.
1: You know, we just really never know what the Lord has That's in store. That's exactly right. right? Uh, you actually, when you say dog was not in the cards, <laughs> so much so, you actually never even heard of him.
3: No. I Never saw no,
1: the TV show. No, no, zero. I still
3: haven't watched it.
1: And there and you I have it. And I didn't
3: know who he was. Right. At all. For the past several years, I've been involved with a ministry in out of Arizona. Um, her name is Katie Sousa, and she really was mentoring me and speaking into my life mm-hmm. and uh, she her ministry is incredible, powerful and and she teaches on soul healing.
1: Did you meet her before Bob yes. went home? Okay, Yes, okay.
3: Um, And in Bob's letters, he kept telling me, um, I have to be all in. And Mm. that's all I kept saying. I I have to give Jesus everything that I have, and I have to be all in. And so I just started listening to all of her teachings. Anywhere she was teaching, I went there. It didn't matter what state it was. Mm. And I started spending time with her ministry. And they invited us to come down and spend a week my close girlfriend and her mom. So we're in the hotel, and Paige has watched his show. and. Now, we,
1: now who's Paige for the audience?
3: Um, she is my very close girlfriend. She's like my sister.
1: Okay. Was she with you?
3: Yes. Okay, okay. She, we were there together. Okay. And she had been following Dwayne and... Beth's story. Yeah. So we're down there, and she said, Beth Chapman passed away two days ago Mm. from throat cancer. And I started crying Mm. because I was six months into my grief, and Mm. it was still really Mm. intense. And um, then I said to her, who's Beth Chapman? Mm. And she said, Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife. And I was like, who's Dog the Bounty Hunter? And she just went off the rails you have to know who he is everyone knows who he is and she brings up a picture of of him and beth and she literally like puts it right in my face and mm. she goes this is dog the bounty hunter and i was like i have no idea who that is and that guy needs a haircut
2: <laughs> yeah <I believe> that. <laughs> first
1: words i don't
3: i don't think that no
2: you
1: promise it's part,
3: yes it's okay. part of who you are And so the the next morning I'm in the bathroom getting ready and she comes running in the bathroom and she says, okay, I really just want you to hear me out. Just, just give me a minute to hear me out. She's like, I, I had this vision. Don't you think you and dog kind of match? And I'm like, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) She goes, I really think God's going to use you guys in the kingdom Like not, and she kept saying not together because she knew that my heart would not receive any of that. And she's like, God, I I just see it. Like I've seen you guys in front of crowds. God's going to use you guys together, like in this really powerful way. And I said to her, honey, you know, I love you. And I tell you all the time how much you hear from God, even when you don't think you do. But your God antennas are twisted.
1: Yeah, right. Because
3: that's ridiculous. So the whole rest of the trip that we were there, she is telling me this. And and I just am like, Paige, please stop it. Shut up. And I'm
2: in Hawaii, and she's in Arizona Arizona. and Colorado. Mm -hmm. Never met. how in the world would that ever happen? How would ever really Mm -mm. come on?
3: And that's what Paige kept saying. Rancher,
2: farmer versus (laughs) DOG.
3: So we come home. And my, gra- I spend a lot of time with my grandson, who you guys have met. Yeah. And um, he, I put all of his apps and all his games on his papa's phone. And so when he'd spend the weekend with me, that was all his stuff was on his papa's phone. Mm. And it's laying on the couch, and I see that there's three messages on the phone, and I'm not calling anybody back anymore. We had an excavating company together, mm. and it just. I end up consoling the people that I call back because they don't know that Bob passed away. Mm. And then I get off the phone and I'm a mess. And mm. so I just, I'm just not doing it. So I erase the first two messages. And then the ne- the next message starts playing out loud on the speaker. And while I'm half listening to what the message is and trying to figure out why it's playing out loud when I didn't touch anything, I hear... This is Doug Chapman. Uh, Carlos is my next door neighbor and my really good friend. And I thought, oh boy, Carlos was a client of Bob's. Carlos doesn't know that Bob passed away and I, I should call back. And I call back and I hear, hello, hello.
2: Because I didn't recognize the number, so hello, can I help you? <laughs> you do the same. Yeah.
3: Uh, and then I say, think, oh boy, you should erase the message. <laughs> so I go through this whole, uh, you left a message for my husband, Bob, and I'm really sorry, but Bob passed away a few months back. And then I hear this just bawling, crying mm. on the phone. So I start crying. Oh my. And I'm while I'm trying to think who's Doug and why is he crying over Bob like this mm. and I'm trying to think about all Bob's friends and his clients and it, it's not computing and then all of a sudden I hear him take a deep breath and he says my name's not Doug it's dog the bounty hunter and then
2: I- <laughs> the phone went blank I go hello hello because a <laughs> because lot because of times because I'm t-
3: holding the phone and my hand going Every, like a movie in my mind is playing of everything that Paige said for five days straight about all the things that God has showed her. And then I hear him going, hello, hello. So, and and
2: he's not calling from Hawaii.
3: No, he's calling from here. He
2: has since moved.
3: Yes. You, you moved to Colorado. Yes.
2: I came here and we had Beth's final moi moi yep. good night, And uh, I was, the driveway was so bad <laughs> that Carlos lives right here down the street. And I said, who can smooth my driveway? And he goes, well, Bob does mine. And so when I called, I left that message. And then a lot of times, like today, I called and I said, hi, this is dog. And she goes, okay, Doug, for reservations for food. So I'm used to being called Doug. So I said, this is dog, the bounty hunter. Hello. (laughs) Hello.
3: We talked for two hours. Really? And Yes. You know how when you have those conversations where the Holy Spirit just takes over, oh, yeah. and like you lose track you're, of time. Yeah, you're saying all this stuff, and you weren't even thinking any of that. And he's still really angry. Mm. All the things that that God was like that was coming out of my mouth. Like God has a plan for your life, mm. and you know you have to hang on to that. You have to be true to that. I've been clinging to that for all these months, and I believe that with all of my heart. God has a plan for our lives. He didn't take Bob and Beth home to just leave us right. stuck and stranded. I don't believe that. And so he asked me where I went to church and, and where I lived, and if I was willing to get together sometime for um, coffee. And I, So I said yes. And Well, we, I didn't want
2: to be rude. Because I, I try to be nice, you'd like to get together. Because it was the first time I could talk to someone who was going through the same thing mm, right, I was. Right, right. So then, this is August, right? So then I went to do a couple gigs in LA and this and that. And one of my friends was interviewing me. He said, and I told him about the story about meeting this lady. No, first he said, "Dog, it seems like every time you go through something really devastating like this." You come out on top and you are counsel people. So, do you think that this might be able to, you might be able to counsel other people that lost their spouse? And of course, the bells and whistles went off in my mind about this girl named, I kept thinking, Fancy Francie. Francis Frame, <laughs> Francis Francie, Fatenda. So, I rhyme stuff, associate, so Fancy Francie. And I think I said, I talked to this lady named Fancy Francie, and she had lost her husband, and I think I helped her out a little bit. Actually, she was helping me. You know I'm dog, so i got to watch it. So, uh, okay, so then the interview happens. Now this, six months later from August, fast forward. Okay. Go ahead.
3: So I did call Paige after I hung up the phone. Oh, with what did him.
2: she
1: think?
3: I, I, I said to her, Are you sitting down right now? And she goes, No, I'm not, but I will. And so then I said to her, You're not gonna believe who I just got off the phone with. And she said she knew, like in her wow. spirit, she knew what I was gonna say. And I said, Dog the bounty hunter, and she started screaming, I told you, I told you. She was screaming. It was pretty crazy. What a faith and then, booster for her. Uh, yes. That's and why then, I call
2: her Paige the prophet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the prophetess. So then I we, we don't
3: talk again till January.
2: Five months. All right. um,
3: so then God really starts wow. speaking to me about my healing and mm. that I, I really need to focus on him and, and getting healing. And that's what really, I know that God used that six months um, to bring some really intense healing that I needed.
1: When you say healing, mm-hmm. are you speaking about the grief or healing from your past? Both. Okay.
3: Both. Um, because God started speaking to me about how Bob's already here mm. with me, and I need you to let go of his hand mm. because that's how I'm going to heal your heart. It, and in order it, for yeah. me to do that, you've got to let go,
1: and it takes faith,
3: and it does to believe that that's right. the
1: reality. Yes, mm-hmm.
3: and which was hard, and yeah. you know, I do have a past, mm-hmm. and and we all have trauma and things yeah. that we've gone through in our lives, and the ultimate healing comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we believe know that. that. And, we believe that, and um, and so I spent six months really focusing on good for you on getting healed, and um. So then in January, uh, we do have an enemy that's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. And I was approaching my one-year yeah. day, and he really was trying to take me out. And God did the opposite. Mm. At, on that time, God just turned it around, and he lifted me up, and I felt myself stand up for the first time Mm. in a long time, because it wasn't just about walking Bob home. We had three years of cancer, bone marrow transplants and treatment after treatment after treatment, and so for the first time I felt like I was standing up.
1: What would you tell someone listening right now? I mean, dogs start off by saying, hey, it was six months, you don't know if you've eaten, you don't know the time. Is I don't that even part of remember Greek, that for right? six months. For and the barely. first
2: six, there's no nothing but you can do. Mm-hmm. The, the Jewish people told me, dog, <laughs> there's a time to it's mourn long. and mm-hmm. just let it happen. It's formula. Like asking for there's the not for a sure formula. way to win in chess. Yeah. There's no way.
3: And oh. I remember laying on the floor in my bedroom those first months screaming. Yeah crying and screaming yeah. harder and louder mm-hmm. than I ever had in my whole life. And then ugh, the Holy Spirit would just drop on me. I call it my God bubble because mm-hmm. he just would encompass all of me. And then I'd lay on the floor for hours because I couldn't move one part of me because I just was enclothed in him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would encourage people is cling to him. Because what he offers in his comfort and love and peace, it's real. Mm-hmm. It is tangibly real when we cry out for it.
1: There are people watching and listening right now that need this hope. Mm-hmm. And it's not coming from lofty towers of theologians who write amazing books on how to handle everything, but they've never experienced it. This is coming from y'all's heart, your soul, on what's worked. And what I hear, it's it's painful, and it's difficult, and uh, there's a sacredness
2: to grieving. Would you all agree? Yes. Yes, and you yes. go through everything. Suicide. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like, bounty hunted by myself, which you don't do. Mm. I left my bullet for rest in the car. I took Ole Duke, my little doggy. He's chihuahua. And I kicked indoors and I looked in their faces and I said, If you got a gun, shoot, because if you don't, I'm taking you to hell with me. And it was so bad. I had a dream one night and I took pills because I'm half Apache, we don't use a gun. And I took all these pills. I went to heaven and she was watering this garden. I love flowers. And she turned around and said, Big Daddy, what took you so long? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, that's how I'm gonna go. So I said I can't commit suicide because I was trained, in assembly God. If you kill yourself, you go to hell, which is might be right. Who knows. So I thought, I'll just go down in a hell of glory. I'll make him shoot me. And then when I'd arrest the guy, I said, why didn't you shoot? He goes, behind you, there were angels, dog. (laughs) And then there's a story, my favorite in the Bible, where I think it was Joshua went to these guys and said, drop all your weapons, and they did. And he's like, wow, why'd you drop them? And they said, because the angels behind you, I saw. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, this ain't going to work either.
3: In January, um, I get through my year, and I couldn't believe how strong I was, that I actually was standing up. And then I started telling God, okay, because I had my own plan. Right. uh, To pull the car in the garage and turn it on and just let it run. Well,
1: let me stop right there for a minute because this is so powerful. And this is something that is at an epidemic proportion both in our society and in military, not only for veterans but active duty And with COVID and everything that hit in 2020, the trauma and the suicides are so high. So what y'all are talking about, so many tens of thousands, they they paused everything to hear that, that both of you struggled with the ideology of suicide. And, you know, dog, for military guys, we call it entering into high-risk situations where they want to be put in combat. They want to be put on the point because they want to go out in a blaze of glory. They have the fear and the pain so intense, right? So I just want to say thank you all for sharing that, being so transparent to give people hope.
3: And I would say to anybody, don't do it. Mm. God has a plan for your life that's greater than anything that you could ever dream or imagine possible. He tells us that those who diligently seek him, Mm -hmm. that the reward is beyond our impossibilities. Um, And I think that Dwayne and I are living proof Mm -hmm. of that. Yes. Because then I started to say to God, okay, I'm here, I'm standing up, I'm holding to you with everything that I have, and now I'm saying, use me in a way that I never dreamed possible if you're not going to take me home. Mm. so then I started speaking to that to God every day yeah. I started telling him that I don't want to be here if you're not going to use me in ways that I've never dreamed possible I have another friend that I go to church with she lost her husband to cancer five months after I lost mm. Bob and uh, I was had been walking alongside her she calls me at four in the morning which um, in her grief wasn't unusual right and she said, I, I'm listening to Bethel on my phone at 2 o'clock this morning, and a Dog the Bounty Hunter interview pops down on my phone. I thought it was – let me back up a little bit. I only told three people that I had talked to him. Okay. Um, Paige, um, our mom, and Christine. Oh, my. And so this is Christine that I'm talking to, and she said, I thought it was so strange because I don't watch him. And so I start watching the interview, and she says, I'm going to send it to you. So the video comes through on my text, and he's on Fox News in California, not even in Colorado. And the interviewer says to him, so, dog, it's six months into your um, grieving Beth and your loss of Beth. And I want to ask you that if with everything that you've been through and what you do for your living is, do you think that you would be able to help other people that are grieving and that have lost hope in life because of loss? And he turns and says, it's so funny that you'd say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny that you'd say that.
3: He says... I called this dirt guy, Bob, and his wife, Francie, called me back. He's an
2: excavator, so for calling him a dirt guy is not cool. You did not have to say that. That's okay. No,
3: he called himself the dirt guy. I thought it was cool that you said that. I didn't know that. Yeah, he called himself that. Um, His wife, Francie, called me back, and we had this really amazing conversation about loss and hope, and I think we really helped each other. And my mouth is just hanging open, and I'm going... Oh my gosh, because all this time I'm thinking, okay, God, was he, like, I don't know anything about him. The Lord told me not to look at anything online. Mm. I don't want you to watch any videos or anything that's being said about him right now. So I, I didn't, I absolutely knew nothing. And I had gone all this time without hearing from him or talking to him. And I thought, okay, so maybe all of this, all of what Paige saw, everything that was happening, it was about that phone call we had maybe I saved his life. Like maybe he was going to go out in the blaze of glory and that phone call saved his life. Mm. Maybe that's what all of this was for because I hadn't, I didn't hear from him.
1: What a great example to the single women out there (laughs) to trust God. That's
3: right. Yes. So
2: um, I know we can trust God and he doesn't always give us the whole picture But I know he honors when we just take that next step. And you both have just explained it beautifully. And um, I know people are going to be encouraged because they're in the middle of it right now. And they don't know what tomorrow holds. And they're waiting and waiting and waiting. And you guys have just explained so simply that we can trust God because he is faithful and he is trustworthy.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work Eileen is doing around the world with her husband, Victor, at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.